0: Today is Friday, October 22nd, 2021. This is Shannon and today I am here with Stacy, Kristen, Mariah, Brooke and Natalia and we are looking ahead to books coming out in the month of November. This is Mariah's very first episode of Book Bistro so we are delighted to have you and we hope to have you many more times. Um, We are going to get started with the usual housekeeping information, then we will get right into the books. I will start us off, followed by Kristen, Stacy, Brooke, and then I'm shaking up the world order because Natalia is going next, and I'm putting Mariah in last place tonight. So everyone, just hold on. It's a wild ride. Natalia is no longer last. If you'd like to get a hold of us and social media is not really your thing, you can email us. That address is thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. So my first pick tonight comes out way, way at the end of the month. And I'm so sad because November 30th seems so far away. So this is The Sister's Suite by Elizabeth Weiss. And it is a story about a vaudeville act. And vaudeville, you know, was super problematic in its time. And like we think about it now and it's not great, but it is really, really excellent to read about. So this is a story of twins, Harriet and Josie. Ooh. And they have been a sister vaudeville act, wherein they pretend to be conjoined twins I'm not sure why that's a How good you idea. Do that. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't know what to say.
1: I don't yeah, know I, I, you as pretend a twin. To be, like conjoined twins.
0: I'm not sure. But so you pretend. Okay. Okay. And Josie doesn't really like this, obviously. And so she decides at some point that she's done. And she leaves her family and their act behind therefore exposing the whole thing as like a giant fraud. So now Harriet is left to pick up the pieces and she's not really sure how to do that because like she and Josie have always had a really good relationship. And although this whole like vaudeville thing, you know, wasn't really anyone's favorite, it was how her family got by. And now there's no way to do that. Josie has run off to Hollywood and Harriet doesn't know what to do. And then she begins to form relationships with people outside of her family. And this calls into question a whole bunch of things that Josie thought she knew about herself, her family, her sister, just her life in general. So I am super excited to read this. It's like family drama. It's historical fiction. It's like some sort of very strange pretense that I don't understand, but hopefully I will after I read it but I am so, so excited about this book. This is The Sister's Suite by Elizabeth Weiss, and it comes out on November 30th.
2: So yeah, I always get nervous when there's books about twins mm-hmm. because I always feel like it's, it, it can be made into this very black and white, good versus evil, and one is sweet and one is not. But
1: this is so fascinating. I may have to pick this up. Oh, I've never heard of anything so quite like this. For anybody who loves J.R. Ward. <clears throat>
0: <Stacey. laughs> and uh,
1: <laughs> So, um, like, we're totally in love with, like, every brother out there, to be honest. And that's okay because it's not real. So, anyway. Um, there's a spin-off series of the in the black dagger world and it is called the prison camp and um please refresh my memory what was book one called the jackal right it was called the jackal Yep. okay so book one is the jackal and that is amazing in itself and so i am going to talk about book two which was pushed so rudely into november um and now i finally get to talk about it and stacy gets to squeak so, my first <laughs> book tonight is The Wolf Black Dagger Brotherhood Prison Camp Number Two by J.R. Ward. Yay! Hey, ha, ha, ha. And I am so excited because this will be about Lucan and Rio. So, Lucan and Rio, and you meet Lucan in the first book. Oh, boy, howdy do you. Oh, he's mm-hmm. hot. He is. So Lucan is kind of blackmailed, I guess, into a, in a way into bartering drugs for a shadowy drug lord of Caldwell called Mozart. Oh, and so he gets into this somehow. We're not told exactly how. Um, and Rio, which I'm not sure if she's vampire woven I'm I'm not it doesn't say what she is and I don't recall the name so Rio I think somehow gets into the middle of this drug running ring and gets into some very serious danger and so this sexy man with amber woven eyes dives in to save her (laughs) Yes. But things <laughs> and things get a little twisty, and Rio doesn't know who she can trust and who she can't. And it's just it, the way it looks is it's going to be a very steamy romance, which JR Word is good for, and I love her for. And we are going to have a nice, sexy woven on our hands, guys. So I am so looking forward to this book, like on November 16th, don't call me, don't message because I'm not answering. Yeah. And I'm, I've pre-ordered this. It will be in my library um, on at midnight and I might just stay up to read it um, or go to bed really early and wake up at midnight. So <laughs> like, George, you need to come over and take care of my dogs because- I'm reading a book. Um, so anyway, um, it's, it's just, it looks so, I, I don't even have the words. It looks so awesomely, deliciously sexy that I can't wait. So this is The Wolf Black Dagger Brotherhood Prison Camp Number no. 2 by J.R. Ward. And this will be out on November 16th, 2021. So I'm really excited about Ooh. this book because I really
2: loved The Jackal. The things that I loved about The God. Jackal were just that it was set in this weird, shadowy, wackadoodle doodle underground, underground prison camp. And it was crazy and creepy. And so, you know, at the end of the first book, you just wonder what has happened to all of those who were in this prison camp. Where did they go? Mm-hmm. What's going to happen to them? Mm-hmm. And I think this book is going to answer a lot of questions for us about many things. Okay. <laughs> I have long been a fan <laughs> of Nora Roberts so much. I just love her books. Um, and her trilogies always make me happy. And you know there's just something about knowing it's almost time for a Nora trilogy in November that always just puts me in a happy mood. And this year we are going to, in November, get the second in her Dragon Heart Legacy. That is The Becoming. And it's Dragon Heart Legacy number two by Nora Roberts. It comes out on November 23rd. Hooray! This book is Nora. the second. And so I'm not going to go too deeply into it, except to say that our heroine Breen realizes in the first book that all in the world is not as she has believed it to be. There is magic. And there's a whole other world very close to ours. And as she gets drawn into that world, she learns about power she never knew she had. And she also meets a leader of that world named Keegan. And they are developing, yes. And they are developing a slow burn kind of relationship. And now in the second installment, she goes back to Talam, this other world. And this time she brings along with her her friend Marco, who had no idea that magic and mermaids and all of that existed (laughs) until he goes to this world because he's always seen Breen as just a young teacher person and all of a sudden here she is all magic and stuff and there's (laughs) Keegan inviting him to stay and so as Breen's learning about her magic and kind of being embraced by this world and kind of finding her place, It's a little shocking for her to realize that there's one in her line who is not thrilled, in fact, that she is coming into her own powers.
1: Uh Uh-oh. And that is a god, and that is her grandfather.
2: Her grandfather is not happy. Oh. This book is about that. That's all I really know, and that's all I'm going to say, because if you haven't read the first book in the series or in the trilogy yet, I don't want to – I'm not a spoiler giver. I don't believe in that. So, unless (laughs) I need to know an ending – to something now. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm very excited about this. Um, this series or this trilogy is just lovely so far. Um, the first book was great. It was, it had a slightly different tone than trilogies in the past. Um, it was sort of like um, the, the Chronicles of the one where it kind of diverted from her typical formula. This is much more fantasy with touches of romance so, I'm very much looking forward to the becoming um, Dragonheart Legacy Book Two by Nora Roberts. And it will arrive to us on November
1: 23rd. The main and I will thing I, mean I remember
0: to... about your description of this from last year is when you mm-hmm. were saying, and then there was the Realm of Philadelphia.
1: <laughs> oh, yes, I remember that now I because remember she was a young that. woman
2: in the yes. realm of philadelphia yes. Yes. this the other world kind of has like this flavor of like arthurian legend kind of um Ooh. and you just sort of can get there pretty easily hop skip, and a jump away from the cottage mm-hmm. where she lives in ireland it's just
1: quite
3: lovely so my first book for tonight is fallen angel detectives kane and alton number 13 by dk hood and it comes out on november 23rd which for all of you wondering that is six days before my birthday just in case y'all want to know that so so the 30th that is the release day closest to your birthday that's cool yeah it's true i don't know if there's any good books coming out on the 30th but that's close to my birthday there are that's good to know so in this book, we have a young woman go missing at a hotel just outside of Black Rock Falls, and detectives Kane and Alton, they're called out to investigate, and while they're there, they sadly discover the woman's body buried in the ice of the lake. And while they're searching around for clues, um, Jenna Alton. She comes across a pearl earring in the frosty grass. So she's kind of wondering, like, huh, does this have anything to do with the case, or like, what, like, what's all, what's, what is it all about? So while they're talking to all of the um, hotel guests, they learn that the woman had been arguing with some other residents at the hotel. And so they're kind of a little bit suspicious about this. But as they let the hotel residents go back to their rooms, they hear a report that um, there's the body of a man has been discovered in one of the hotel cabins by the lakeside. And again, they have found a pearl earring by his body so things are getting a little bit interesting here and then like all good thrillers have a storm fall comes in oh yes and now yeah i know because it's a blizzard right you got to be stuck somewhere if that's <laughs> yes. just gonna it gives you the atmosphere <laughs> yes so we know. yeah, usually, <laughs> so now, um, Jenna and Dave, um they are now stuck at the hotel with all of the guests as well as the killer, so Ooh. what's gonna happen, right? Well, Jenna gets a like a frantic phone call from a teenager at the hotel. And she believes that the killer has been in her room while she was sleeping. And that is where I must leave you because I don't know anything else. So (laughs) you will have to wait till the 23rd, like I do, to find out what happens. In Fallen Angel, Detectives Kane and Alton, number 13 by D.K. Hood. And as I said, it comes out on November 23rd. And I really like this series. Like I just learned about it, I think, I think earlier this year. And I just flew through the books because it's just really, really good. There's um in the earlier books, you learn the background of Kane and Alton and why they're working in this small town of Black Rock Falls. So it was a it's definitely a series that I highly recommend.
0: I need to pick up the first one. I have not done so yet.
4: So well, my first book is probably the first thing that I have read. Is, mm. or the second, well, no, the first thing that I've read that is specifically about COVID happening. Oh, um, Karen Slaughter's last book mentioned COVID. Oh, I love that um, book so, much. so. I'm guessing it took place during the pandemic, but you know, this is actually about COVID and its effects. And it's called uh, "Wish You Were Here" by Jody Picot. It'll be out on November 30th. And like, I just got a bone to pick with these publishers because they're used to release her books in February, and now they're releasing them later and later in the year. And oh, no, they keep like,
0: like going further and further toward the end.
4: Is, is, is the next well, one going we'll to come in February? Right. It's true. But is that going to happen next <laughs> year? Because, like, I'm totally happy being postpartum and reading a Jordi <laughs> So, this book is about Diana O'Toole, who is perfectly on track with her life. She knows that she'll be married by 30, that she'll be done having kids by 35, and move out to the New York City suburbs, all while climbing the professional ladder in a cutthroat art. Auction World. Let me tell you I'm a planner but even I didn't have it that set in stone, okay? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't think it usually works I out I so well my life down to that.
4: So, she's uh, Diana has her boyfriend Finn, who's a surgical resident. And I got to say Jodi Picoult loves writing about doctors.
0: There's a lot of I, doctors, a lot of lawyers.
4: A lot of doctors in her I was just about to say she is a I thing understand. about doctors. Yeah, lawyers she, I understand. because her doctors. books are very her books are very court Yeah, she really does. Yes, I really court heavy, but they are also doctor heavy. But anyway, she's going to a romantic getaway to my country and the Galapagos Islands of Ecuador days before her thirtieth birthday. Everything is right on time, but then a virus that felt worlds away has appeared in the city. I feel like the twins would like this book. (laughs) And I, they might, although it might be too real life for them. (laughs) Cause you know, it's, it's the virus that they're talking about is COVID-19 it's Like COVID, uh, yeah. has actually confirmed this. Yes. And on the eve of their departure, Finn breaks the news. It's all hands on deck at the hospital. He has to stay behind. You should still go. He assures her because it would be a shame for all of our vacation and our non-refundable trip to go to waste. And so reluctantly, she does what he says and goes. Oh, my God. In Ecuador oh. during COVID-19. Uh, I can tell you because that's, that's where I'm from. It was, it was so bad. Almost immediately, Diana's dream vacation goes awry. Yeah. The whole island is now under quarantine. Of course. <laughs> and she is stranded until the borders reopen. Oh, Lord. Oh. Completely isolated. She must venture beyond her comfort zone. And slowly, she carves out a connection with a local family. But this means that a teenager with a secret opens up to Diana, and despite uh, her father's suspicion of outsiders, the, the teen trusts her, right? Which makes Diana examine her relationships, her choices, and herself, and wondering if when she actually does go home, will she have evolved into someone completely different?
0: All right. I want this
4: i want this now it sounds interesting i so want yeah, this that's really interesting are you kidding me
0: yeah, I, yeah right? I want
4: this like yeah so this is wish you were here by jody pico and it comes out november the 30th so a long time from today so far so far and i i learned from jody Picos ever so since long. she came out with ever since she came out with a change of heart and I read the synopsis almost a year before it actually came out. I stopped reading her her book jackets until I have to talk about them on the podcast. Uh, because uh-huh. I need to protect myself from the anxiety. I really do. Of oh, like waiting yeah. and waiting. Yeah, yeah. No, no I, I can't.
5: <laughs> um, My first book is um actually kind of going out of my comfort zone, which I'm really excited about. It's called um, All Her Little Secrets by Wanda M. Morris. And it's going to be released on November 2nd. Ooh. So... You don't have so far I actually i actually do want to read this um so ellis little john has it all she's got a, a a law degree and she's got she's an attorney in atlanta she's got friends and she has this for fun, for fun relationship with her with her boss um which <laughs> i don't i don't know if that's necessarily a good idea <laughs> but you know you do you um <laughs> so you know she's she's living the life um, but everything changes uh one cold January morning when she goes to meet her boss and finds him with a gunshot wound to the head. Oh, oh. um so and uh, to make this worse, she walks away like nothing's happened. Um Yeah, because that's know. what you should do. Yeah, right, right, right. That's what, but that's what um, we all do that. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and she's she's got a she's got an interesting you know past herself. She's she's got a stash of dark secrets, um, including a small town uh, past and a kid brother who's been on the other side of the law. And cool. she can't be thrust into the spotlight again. Uh, still doesn't mean you should walk away if you find your boss murdered. But okay, yeah. Um, instead of grief, people are gossiping and the police are getting suspicious and. As the lone um, African-American attorney, she's promoted to replace her boss. So... Oh. (laughs) While the opportunity is a dream come true, Ellis just can't... She's like, something's off here. I'm not... I don't know. And uh, now it looks like she's uncovered some shady dealings inside, inside of the company, and so now her ethics and morals are being tested. And she has... Her past and present lives have coll- have uh, collided and she has a, she's trying to protect her brother and stop a conspiracy. Ooh. Oh. Far worse than she could have ever imagined. And that's where I have to leave you. I want to actually read this. I want to read Yeah. It. I think I, I to want to know. read it. I think I want I to read to that. Uh, November 2nd. So I'm, I'm definitely bookmarking that one. This is uh, All Her Little Secrets by Wanda M wanda m is in mike morris perfect i want to look for this one
3: i know all right
0: so my second pick tonight is the latest novel by sarah desai this is called the singles table Marriage Game number three. I loved The Marriage Game so much when I read it um, at the end of 2020, and I'm currently reading the second book in this series, which is The Dating Plan, which I'm also really, really enjoying. So this is The Marriage Game, and it is the story of Zara. Zara is an attorney, and for some reason that I don't quite understand, um, she has this obsession with celebrities. Um and I'm guessing we will learn more about that as, this, as the book goes on. But Zara has pretty much decided that, you know, she's happy for the people around her to be in love. But she doesn't really feel like love is something that is in, like, in the cards for her. So she's kind of one of those people who is a matchmaker. She spends her time like, thinking about the people she knows and how she can sort of pair them up. And usually this works out really well for her. So when she is at the wedding of a friend, she meets Jay Donovan, who is this like security expert. He's kind of brusque and grumpy. And to him, Zara is like nothing but chaos. And he's just like totally turned off by this. But as they start spending more time together, because it seems like they have a lot of like people in common. So they're kind of pushed together over the course of this like season of weddings. They begin to, of course, fall for one another. And he finally decides that he's looking for the perfect wife for himself. And he's pretty sure that's not Zara, right? Like Zara is just chaos and he hates chaos. So he asks her to help him find the perfect wife. She says she will. But how can she when she starts to think that maybe that perfect wife is her? Sarah Desai just brings her characters to life in, in such a remarkably funny And human way. Like, I love just kind of falling into her stories and watching all these people who feel like they could just be, you know, people that you would run across in your everyday life. Um, I think Layla, who was the heroine of The Marriage Game, is my favorite of her characters, but I am really excited to get to know Zara as well. So, this is The Singles Table Marriage Game number three by Sarah Desai, and it comes out on November 16th.
2: Oh, this has been on my not this book, but this author's been on my TBR since you talked about the dating game, and I just I haven't gotten to it yet because my TBR oh, is so big. So but so good. I love the name, the Singles Table. It just makes me happy hearing it because that was me.
0: <laughs> and was if still, like, you at weddings, I was. And there. if you love that, you know, like you were talking about the chai masala, Club. chai masala, Club, yeah, like it has that flavor of you know, like the Indian romances. Um, like like Farrah Heron. Oh my God! And Finlay engaged. Yep. Yes.
1: So my second book for tonight is called Moonlight and Magic. Yay! The in Between, number four, by Dorinda Jones. I have come to love her so much. Um. So. The first three books are about defiance. And while we still get to see defiance, um, this book focuses on her bestie, Annette. And Annette has always been bound and determined that she is a psychic, but she's not. And it did not stop her from giving it her all and trying her best. Um, Talking Defiance into a seance. (laughs) However, um, Annette has come to see that she may not be psychic, but she does have magic of her own. She, and this is not spoilers, it's all in the synopsis. She finds out that she is a charming, a healer, and an alchemist. And so her friendship with defiance was not by accident they were drawn to each other before their magics ever came to light but it was not it, it was on purpose by whom we have no idea so while defiance is still learning how to use her own magic she is a seeker um, and in a very powerful charming in her own right Annette is learning what she can do. She also is a shifter, but she's kind of not cool with that one. She thinks turning into a raven is kind of freaky. Um, I think it's pretty cool, but she thinks it's kind of freaky. So <clears throat> in this book, which was focused on Annette, she's trying to learn more about her powers. And so she is going to consult the house that they now live in named percival i love percival yes and percival was once an alchemist and annette says you know it has absolutely nothing to do that you know he's dead now but he used to be this very sexy handsome well-endowed alchemist you know that has absolutely nothing to do with it um no so anyway um and he communicates like through black rose vines throughout the house which i think is so amazingly awesome so annette is going to be consulting percival or percy they call him either one and to find out like what she can do because book three gets kind of interesting there at the end and i'm not gonna lie it kind of ends on a cliffhanger Um, it does, but, um, it's a good cliffhanger. And now that book four is coming out, maybe some of this will be cleared up. Um, but it's like the literally last five seconds of the book and it just bam. Um, but it's so amazing. So book four will be out very soon and I cannot wait to read it. Um, it looks like I'm gonna have two days of straight reading. Maybe it'll go through towards my Dewey's Readathon or something, which I think is past. But that's not my point.
0: Um, yeah, it's past. We all missed it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, but you know, I'll have my own Readathon. Um, so this book is once again called Moonlight and Magic, the Twixt in Between, number four, by Dorinda Jones. And since I have been informed that she self-publishes, it will be coming out on Wednesday, November 17th.
0: I need to start this series. I love this (laughs) series. It makes me so happy.
2: All right, friends. I'm super excited about my second book. Yeah, And it's going to be the shortest synopsis in history. It's going to be the shortest discussion ever. (laughs) So... I love Kyla Stone. She writes amazing post-apocalyptic fiction. She writes really flawed characters that you really root for. Um, I've read her her Edge Her Edge series. That was amazing. Um, her Last Sanctuary. Um, I still have her Nuclear Dawn series to read. But this one, this one that comes out on November 29th is Days of Ruin, Days of Ruin Book One. Again, this is by Kyla Stone. And all I know about this series is the one-line synopsis, which
1: is, what would you do if you knew the apocalypse was coming? I'd meet Jesus very soon. I'd wet my pants. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I'll tell you- Effort to run from zombies or anything else. Like, I'd just be like, she y'all She writes like natural heaven. disaster. <laughs>
2: she writes more like um, like her last one was like an EMP um disaster. Um, and I feel like I'm losing my mind because when I reached out to Shannon and said, I will be in the November Picks episode because I want to talk about this book. Yay. There was another line in this description that talked about floods. Okay. I'm not making this up. I texted it to Shannon. It's gone (laughs) now. So I don't want to like speculate because I don't know like if, uh, I don't know what happened here, but um, like a week ago on Kindle, I I was told that this book was going to be about floods. So all I know is is. that somebody knows the apocalypse is coming and like, what do you do? And that's all I know. But you know what? Because it's Kyla Stone, it's going to be nail biting, gripping, edge of your seat, suspenseful, There'll be some romance. There'll be some really, really kick-ass people. There's going to be some crazy violence. There's going to be community. It's going to be a lot of things. And I don't even know what this book's about, but just knowing how Kyla Stone writes, those are what I am anticipating in this book. So again, what would you do besides Kristen, who would be
1: (laughs) crying? What would you do if you knew
2: the apocalypse was coming? I don't have an answer to that question, um, you know, because there is no answer to that. There question. is no answer. You to would that probably question.
1: sit back with popcorn behind like an electrified fence and just watch. And just watch. No, I, I couldn't. I'm I'm too frightened. I would be curled up. I mean, you'd my be thumb. far far back behind the fence, and it would be totally electrified, and you'd have popcorn. No,
2: because. Or Where the, the popcorn come from? <laughs> right because it's 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 apocalypse times so there wouldn't be any power like I'd have to make it myself over a campfire like okay, well, and if, you have, if you've I ever could... made popcorn over a campfire it takes a damn long time and it makes popping sounds which would bring others to my fortress so yeah, I'd be hiding in a corner sucking my thumb calling for my mother like that's what I'd be doing <laughs> if I knew the apocalypse was coming but anyway I'm really excited about this um you know, her, her books have never disappointed me. They're fast reads They're good reads. They're very compelling. I got my mother who never reads post-apocalyptic, anything to read her entire edge series, all seven books. And she flew through those suckers, which is not like her. Hmm. So this though is days of ruin days of ruin book one by Kyla stone. It's post-apocalyptic. It's all I know. But what I do know is that on November 29th,
0: I will be reading this. Right before my vaudeville book comes out?
2: Yes, right
0: before your vaudeville book comes out
2: on the 30th.
3: So my next book is A Blizzard of Polar Bears. Alex Carter, number two, by Alice Henderson. And this book comes out on November 9th. So I will tell you right now, I have actually not read the first book, but I do have it downloaded. And I'm pretty excited about it because it looks at wolverines. So Alex Carter is a wildlife biologist. And in her first book, um, in the first book, she is investigating wolverines in Montana. Well, now she is in the um, Canadian Arctic and she is investigating polar bears. So she is in the, in the Arctic with a small group of um, researchers, and she's spending a lot of her days in um, a helicopter, hanging out of the helicopter um, with a tranquilizer gun that she's, so that she can get the bears to go to sleep until she's able to get down to investigate them. So she's taking down data about the health of the different bears. And while she's doing this, um, she's getting lots of information, taking samples and doing all this stuff. Well, her pilot, the um, helicopter pilot, suddenly walks off the job. Um... And some equipment goes missing. And somebody breaks into their lab and steals the samples. So Alex is a little suspicious. She's thinking that there's gotta be something with this. She wonders if maybe somebody doesn't want her to finish her study, but she's a pretty um, dedicated researcher. So she's able to find another um, another helicopter pilot to help them out and they take off again But then the helicopter goes on fire, and they're they're forced to land in um, a vast white wilderness, far away from civilization, which in itself is not a good thing. But then there are some bad guys coming on snowmobiles. And that's where I must leave you. I'm pretty excited about this book because, come on, polar bears. And also, from what I could see um, in reading some of the reviews, just for interest's sake, um, it looks like this author has done their research and made it that um, you get a lot of good information about animal biology and wildlife um, conservation and stuff like that. So, and then, and about the environment and stuff. So I'm pretty excited about that. And then you mix that with thriller and I'm even more excited. So this is a blizzard of polar bears. Alex Carter, number two by Alice Henderson. And it comes out on November 9th.
0: This is definitely a broken book.
3: I know it's got animals and it's in Canada and it's got research. So it's got, it's just like all the things perfect
4: book. <laughs> so kidding. the next book I'm going to talk about is not about murder or mayhem. Okay. Oh, what's wrong with <laughs> <Or is> you? <laughs> a little break. Oh, retellings. Oh man. Oh. This author, Marissa Meyer. Is known for her marvelous retellings she has a series called the lunar chronicles where she mixes sci-fi with retellings of fairy tales that we love like snow white cinderella and uh, she also has a alice in wonderland retelling that i actually like better than the actual original alice in wonderland because it's about the queen the evil queen heartless yeah yes and I believe this story is a her version of a retelling of Rumpelstiltskin or Tucker Pfefferkorn. And this is called Gilded by Marissa Meyer. It's supposed to be a series that has not yet been titled. And this story is about Cyrilda, who was long ago cursed by the God of Lies. She's the daughter of a miller, and she has developed a storytelling ability, and the stories she tells are fantastical. They're spellbinding and absolutely untrue. Or are they? No, they're not. (laughs) Well, when one of Sarilda's outlandish tales draws the attention of an undead hunter who is very sinister... She finds herself swept away into a big world where ghouls and phantoms prowl the earth and ravens track her every move. Ooh. And on top of that, the king orders Cyrilda to complete the impossible task of spinning straw into gold. Or she will huh. be killed for telling falsehoods. Oh! And in her desperation, without <laughs> realizing it, Cyrilda summons a mysterious boy to her age to help her. For a price, though, because love is definitely not meant to be part of the bargain. But soon, Cyril oh. realizes that there is more than one secret hidden in the castle walls and a curse that must be broken, which she thinks she can end, which will therefore end the tyranny of the king and his wild hunt forever. Ooh. I want this now. This is Gilded by Maritza we Meyer. Tell coming out November the 2nd
5: see kids this is what happens when you tell lies you get yourself into a a lot of trouble and you have to figure out how to get out of it so don't don't tell lies just don't lie it's true just don't lie just 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 don't don't lie
3: lie. (laughs) you'll be in time for one of us to read it for the retellings episode it will yes it'll be me mine mine
5: that's good <laughs> I can, oh, right now, I, heck, can you tell thinking, i spend a lot um, of time with
3: a
4: toddler
5: <laughs> yes <laughs> bye, bye, bye um my next book is um called skin of the sea and it is by natasha bowen um and it also comes out november 2nd um funnily enough all of my books do um so <laughs> i'll be busy um so this is actually um, fantasy that is inspired by Western African mythology. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best, but essentially what's, what's happening here is um, there are mermaids that uh, collect the souls of the people who die at sea and bless their journey back home. But uh, this mermaid in particular, she um, saves a, a boy um, after he's thrown overboard. And um, she has gone against ancient Decree by doing so, and punishment awaits her um, since she's defied said decree, which is never good. Um, to protect the other mermaids in the uh, tribe community, Um the main character looks like she's got a, she's got to journey to the head honcho in charge or the Supreme creator to make amends. Um, but,
0: Sorry. I last, laughing at the idea of like the head honcho mermaid. <laughs>
5: yeah. Yeah. Like it's okay. Me too. Um, but this boy, he, he knows a lot more than he should. And that's a problem. Um, And there's something else. Um, that's shadowing this mermaid. It's, it's something that would rather see her fail. Oh, and she's got a lot of danger ahead of her. She has to brave vengeful gods, treacherous lands, um, and legendary creatures. And if she, you know if she fails, then <laughs> then all of her other, all the other mermaids in the world, as she knows it, could be destroyed. Wow. wow. Yeah, no that's pressure. Uh, this that is Skin of the Sea by Natasha Bowen coming out November second. Um, I I was a little unsure about this one, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a try.
0: So my last pick tonight comes out on November second, and it is The Collective by Allison Galen. This is everything, everything I want. In a nice, twisty, compelling, thrillery book. This is a book about vigilante justice, about revenge killings, about secret societies of women banning together to get justice. So, our heroine is a woman named Camille, and it's been five years since her daughter died. And for those past five years, Camille is pretty sure that she knows who is responsible for her daughter's death, but nobody, nobody will take her seriously. So in her mind, it is this privileged young man who somehow crossed paths with her daughter and caused her death, but he's pretty much untouchable. So she hasn't been able to really prove her case in any real way. She comes to the attention of this group of women who work together to get justice. If you've read something like um, Fern Michael's Sisterhood series, like this gives me definite like sisterhood vibes here, but they work together to bring justice about. And it's not, apparently it's not conventional justice. Um, it's like vengeful vigilante justice. And Camille gets swept up in this group And now she has to figure out, like, are these people like good people who are kind of righting the wrongs of the broken justice system? Or are these just like monstrous, terrible people who are using other people's hardships as an excuse for like vigilante justice? I am so, so excited for this. I've read some Alison Galen in the past and I have really enjoyed it but this one looks just like beyond anything I've read by her before. This is The Collective by Allison Galen, and it comes out on November 2nd, so it's not very far away at all. Okay, so this
1: book is called Carry the Dog by Stephanie Genji. And there's a lot of... um. <laughs> like past trauma. Um, so B, B E A has been kind of running and hiding from her childhood because her and her brothers were part of these very explicit provocative photos that came out in the 1960s. Um, and, she's twice divorced and she's still kind of depending on her last um rock and roll husband named gary and she's living in manhattan with her borrowed dog dory (laughs) and her kind of half sister echo whatever that means um and so it doesn't exactly tell me what year this happens in, um, but now the Museum of Modern Art and Hollywood have come looking for her to cash in on the leftover story that was not told in the you know back when these photos came out, and so B has to figure out whether she wants to leave that in the past locked up in the storage or if she's going to let it all out and and be you know nicely compensated for the story at hand um so there's so much more to the synopsis but it's i think it's kind of like summarizing the whole book is what it looks to me and i don't want to do that so like just that right there kind of has me pulled in. Um and so I really want to see what happens with this. I I do feel kind of bad for B because like since I don't know what time this telling is being is taking place, I just know that the pictures came out in 1960. We don't know how old B actually is. Um but hopefully we'll find out But either way, I feel kind of bad for her because no child should go through something like that. No. So this book is called Carry the Dog by Stephanie Genji. And it comes out on November 2nd. Um, Why it's called Carry the Dog, I'm not quite sure. There's a dog mentioned, but I don't think that has anything to do with it. So who knows? Um, I doubt she's carrying the dog around everywhere. So, you know. (laughs) um so
2: Beatty yeah it is sling upon her bosom Maybe.
0: perhaps it's like a very small dog <laughs> and it just like she just wears it like some people wear their babies that must be yeah. how it is
2: so I'm really excited about this book when I found out it was coming out in November I might have screamed out loud like no joke and I binged the first three books in this series last year and I thought I was going to die when I found out that I was going to have to wait at least. I mean, I didn't actually know when the fourth book was coming out. The fourth and final book in this series. So this must be my night to talk about like the post-apocalyptic genre. Because my third and final book tonight is Death, The Four Horsemen, book four, by Laura Thalassa. And this series is... I don't know how to talk about this series. I would just say that it's probably quite triggering for some. Um, There's violence all over the place because the four horsemen have come to earth and they have all left destruction in their wake um, until they each have found redemption. We've met famine. We've met, I'm sorry, we've met pestilence. We've met war and we've met famine.
0: And all that's left is death. That makes sense. And after pestilence, war, and famine, you
2: will die soon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And each of these four horsemen in their book, they have come to a different corner of earth. Now, death comes to a town upon his steed of doom and destruction and everyone in the town dies dies right away. Oh. he just rides through and everyone just drops dead they're dead Ooh. except for one young woman named Lazarus which obviously Lazarus is sort of a pun I would assume but Lazarus cannot be killed by man or horseman, apparently and oh does she hate death Hates him, but he's brutally hot, like are all of the horsemen of the apocalypse. And at some point, Lazarus is going to come into contact with his three brothers of the apocalypse. And they're going to convince him, to convince her to try and stop death. They're going to convince her to try and sort of stop the final act of this apocalypse from wiping humanity from the earth. No one, not one person, count them. No one can stop death. Zero. Except for Lazarus, but no pressure, nothing, honey. (laughs) So that's all I know about this book, but I love this series. I I've truly been waiting for this for a long time. Um, I feel like each book gets a little better um, one of my favorite elements of these books is that the author sets them in very interesting locales around the world. And you can tell she's done a lot of research. Um, my, f- I really, really liked the book about war that takes place in the Middle East and her descriptions of the land that they travel through, because each of these um, four horsemen kind of travel over large swaths of area throughout the book, um, you know, casting destruction in their wakes. And I also really liked um, famine, which takes place in South America. That was also quite amazing. And so I'm, I'm interested to see where death will land and where he will meet Lazarus. And, you know, it's going to be hard to say goodbye to these characters, but you know, there's trigger warnings all over the place for violence, death, destruction, horror Mm -hmm. of all types, but these books are really great if you like, um, if you like a lot of apocalypse with your romance and if you like anti-heroes. So this is death, the four horsemen book four by Laura Thalassa. And it comes out on November 9th. And I'm going to ask that no one contacts me on that day. Cause I will be
1: <laughs> There's a
2: lot reading of this. I too.
1: know. And it's true. <laughs>
3: So my last book tonight is The Secret Next Door by Rebecca Taylor. And it comes out on November 9th. So in this book, we have Allison and Bonnie. So Allison has been trying to give her son the life she never had. A safe home a good family, a good school. And then we've got Bonnie. And now that her oldest son is off to Yale and her youngest child is off to kindergarten, <laughs> she's decided that she's going to go after her political aspirations despite her troubled house, um, home life well they live in a um like a well-off community like a well-off neighborhood and some open space behind some of the houses has been scheduled to be developed into like an amusement kind of recreation center and as you could probably imagine this is not going over well with the people of the neighborhood and This gets even worse when the body of a 13-year-old is found on the shore of the lake in the neighborhood. Oh. Yeah, I know. Gossip starts flowing. Lies start becoming apparent. And the lives of the people in the neighborhood start to unravel. Allison and Bonnie, they're trying as hard as they can to hold their families together, but they also don't want their secrets to get out into the neighborhood. And that, my friends, is all I can tell you. And but before I say the title, we all know that this is probably not going to go well for them (laughs) no so this is the secret next door by rebecca taylor and it comes out on november 9th
0: excellent why does everyone lie in books like people
5: just lie and lie and lie lying is bad haven't we discovered this already
3: I know. And also, like, keeping, trying to keep your secrets, like, good luck with that. Especially Uh in, like, a a neighborhood where there's everyone's gossiping about each other. Like, good luck with that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I think Natalia has a book about secrets next, or at least about death. I sure do. And it's one of those books that I'm always
4: looking forward to reading. This author has never, ever disappointed. And this will be You'll Be the Death of Me. By Karen M. McManus. And who is also known as the author of One (laughs) of Us is Lying. A book that I still, still love. And if you have not read, you must pick it up. And, um, you know, I think this author is like, or whoever wrote this book jacket. um, I don't know when they grew up, but they're calling this a uh, story about an epic ditch day and like no one calls it that anymore. It's skipping.
0: <laughs> skipping. <laughs> yes. Today. It's called
4: a ditch skipping, day as far as I know, unless they're going back to calling it ditch. This book is about Ilee, Ivy, Mattel and Cal, uh, the group of kids that used to be close, but as things happen between middle school and high school, I guess they're no longer close and we don't know why. So now all they have in common is their high school, Carlton High, and the beginning of a very bad day. Um, (laughs) Ivy, who was very type A, lost a (laughs) student's council election to the class clown (laughs) of no less. And now she has to face the school humiliated. Heartthrob Mateo has been burnt out. I didn't know heartthrobs could be burnt out. But to apparently hurry, he's been with he the
5: name Mateo no less. Yeah, okay. but I'm not. I'm
4: not sure why they're calling him a heartthrob. I guess in high school maybe he's not what he seems. Who knows? But he's burnt out because he's been working two jobs since his family's business failed. Imagine oh. high school and two jobs. Whoa! Oh. And outsider Cal just got stood up by someone that we don't know of again. So when Cal pulls into campus late for class and runs into Ivy and Mateo, it seems like the perfect opportunity to turn a bad day day around. And they're just going to skip school and go to the city, just the three of them, like old times. Except they've barely left the parking lot before they run out of things to say to each other. Mm. And then then (laughs) they see another Carlton High student also skipping school. And they decide to follow him because they think they're going to see something interesting. And they do because they follow him to the scene of his own murder. <gasps> oh. Oh, and oh so one whoa, whoa, chance whoa, move, whoa. In one chance move, their they turned from dull to deadly. That's why y'all should stay in school, kids.
0: Oh. Yeah, don't skip. No.
4: That's what don't. I'm or, saying. or at least
3: whoa. don't follow people.
4: No, no, don't maybe it. that's You're it. Fine. Don't
3: tell You're fine
4: like, We we just need to give kids mental health days, you know? We really do. Like, okay, you know, you can have a mental health day once a month that you don't want to go to school and it's fine. I think we should have yeah, that for like, work I, I, I it's, it's that. important. No, it really is.
5: Everybody needs to don't break. don't skip school kids. Please don't Stay in mental health day.
4: Take a mental health
5: day. Don't follow people. No, don't yeah. don't follow and people. don't
0: follow, don't follow yeah, people. Yeah, don't that's also
4: true. But it turns out that Ivy, Cal, and Mateo still have things in common other than the murder that they all witnessed, apparently. Ooh. Because they all have a connection to the dead kid. And they're all hiding something. Of course they are. And now they're all wondering could oh. their chance reconnection be something that was not by chance after all?
0: Uh, Maybe. So this is
4: your. I know business, what you did man.
5: last summer 2.0, question mark?
0: <laughs> kind of, yeah. Kind of, right? This will be
4: You'll Be the Death of Me by Karen M. McManus. And it'll be published tomorrow. No, November 30th. twenty twenty-one. You know what? I feel like November 30th is about probably going to be my birthday. All
0: these
4: (laughs) awesome books coming out.
5: It's a good day. Well, I don't don't know about you, but I, I... if if I were, if I were to uh, witness a murder, like if I were to be stupid enough to skip school and you know witness a murder, that'd give me nightmares for life. Uh, speaking of nightmares, um, my next my well my final book has to deal with nightmares. Um, it's called Dreams Lie Beneath, and it's by Rebecca Ross. It's going to be released on November second. Um, see, I told you, I told you all my books. All of were them. On November second. Um, so. <laughs> A curse plagues the realm of I'm probably going to butcher this so bad Azanar. during each new moon um, and magic flows up from a nearby mountain um, and brings people's nightmares to life there are uh, magicians that are the only things standing between people and their worst nightmares they are called ter- territory wardens Um, And Clementine Madigan is ready to uh, become the warden of her small town, but she's drawn into a conflict that's uh, a century old after being challenged by two magicians, and uh, things get a little dicey. Um, She seeks revenge, but she's also getting closer to one of the uh, the handsome young magicians so there are some secrets begin oh. to rise so she has to unite with her rival to fight the realm's curse which seems to be haunting her every turn and that's all i know i, I, need, I need okay huh. um that is like the sh- like when i read that when i was like looking at my synopsis i was like really that's all you're gonna give me okay thanks um But I I, want to know more. That is Dreams Lie Beneath by Rebecca Ross coming out on November 2nd. Wow. I'm going to have to look for this book. It looks good. Yes. Yeah, I agree.
0: All right. So that brings us to the end of our look at November releases. Thank you to my fabulous crew, as always, for coming up with all these great books. Of course, this podcast would be far more terrible if it weren't for Christine. No, seriously, we're not terrible. But Christine makes us sound a whole lot better. So we appreciate her so much. And of course, we thank each and every one of you who joins us each week as we talk about great books.